0: A little bit of Stoicism is a superpower in the modern world. A little bit, or the appropriate amount, is the key concept. Walking around Walmart dressed like a centurion and reciting Pliny the Ill might be excessive, though humorous. One of the concepts of Stoicism is acknowledging external events and some kind of stimuli, and then evaluating them with care and with context, and not allowing the passions or our emotional responses to override our reason. Each of us who consumes news or media or participates in online forums is going to encounter attempts to hijack our reason and our emotions, now whether that's for attention or to sell us a product or service, or persuade us to support or oppose an action, an idea, or a group. This video you're listening to is, of course, an attempt to persuade, but persuasion by engaging your reason. No, persuasion certainly is not harmful, and my goal is to convince you that the best captain of your mind and your passions is you. This doesn't mean to be dispassionate, but rather to exercise passion after reason and to forgo strong opinion without equal diligence our biology hasn't changed radically in thousands of years but the velocity of information accelerates almost on a daily basis our brains are designed in function to prioritize information about threats and about danger now this helped us survive lions and someone swinging a club in our head But those same mechanisms can overload reason when we're constantly saturated in processing information from around the globe. Those mechanisms can be nefariously hijacked to move you with anger or to fear, to act without reason, and to act against your best interest. There's a wide range of personalities, and some people seem better at keeping their cool than others. It is certainly a skill that can be improved with practice and awareness. If you know that you have a particular urge to spurge, or are easily drawn into any and every Internet argument, this might apply to you. I watched an example of this happen on Twitter recently. Mike Cernovich, a social and political commentator, questioned, Is Christianity Feminine? and he put a poll online with the Post. Now, the subsequent replies to this initial provocation created an immense amount of response, and with periodic trolling from Cernovich, he was able to elicit, well, over millions of views, thousands of comments, and to continue to cement his own relevancy. Just a few decades ago, this sort of rapid feedback cycle was impossible. In a recent Republican presidential debate, Vivek Ramaswamy was able to goad Nikki Haley into losing her temper on stage and call him scum. Now, whether Vivek was wrong or right in his observations isn't relevant. Many of the people, though, who watch the debate will now question if, if Haley can't handle minor pressure during a debate and keep her cool, how could she possibly be fit to be president? Now, for the Nikki Haley supporters who might hear this, think about how my interpretation of the debate provoked an emotional response in you. Now, without belaboring quotes from the Stoics, Marcus Aurelius had a relevant observation and suggested a daily habit. He said, Begin the morning by saying to yourself, I shall meet with the busybody, the ungrateful, the arrogant, the deceitful, the envious, and the unsocial. It's almost as if Marcus predicted Twitter. So before you start doom-scrolling through your favorite social media platform, remind yourself you're going to read some dumb stuff. You might even read some intelligent stuff crafted to target your own soft spots. Some of it might get you fired up or even activate your omens. Consider if everything is worth reacting to and if you're achieving your own priorities or exercising your own principles while reacting and responding to it. Be social, debate, ponder, celebrate, grieve, and even be angry in its proper season. But take care not to surrender your reason and your passion to anyone who would misuse it and compel you to serve their passions or their purpose. Thanks for listening.